Welcome to Tuning In. I'm your host, Catherine Peloso-Smith, and I'm here to talk all things intuitive wellness, natural nutrition, raising the vibe, and reconnecting to your truest self. I'm a practicing holistic nutritionist and spiritual life coach who has completely transformed from feeling ill and disconnected to now living the healthiest, most vibrant life I could have ever imagined. I truly believe that by tuning into your mind, body, and soul as your magical gateway, you too can achieve higher levels of wellness and start living your most nourished life. Are you ready? Let's go. Welcome. This is Tuning In. We're here with Sarah Bresnahan today. I have a very special guest and I'm super excited because this is my first guest and we are live in person. This is not virtual. This is super, super cool. So I'm so pumped to have her here just so I can give you guys a little intro as to who she is, what she's all about. Sarah is a mom. She's a high school science teacher. She's a personal trainer, entrepreneur, yoga instructor. She does it all. Honestly, her passion is is truly helping people remember to stretch every single day. And her website is really easy to remember. It's www.stretcheveryday.yoga. And it's a site that's designed to inspire your daily practice, give you ideas of how to progress and provide tools to educate you on your body and its biomechanical movement patterns. It's so, so amazing. Sarah grew up in Ontario. Uh, That's how we actually know each other. (laughs) And she spent her early 20s in British Columbia and now lives on the Caribbean coast of Costa Rica with her husband, Noah, five-year-old son, Dane, and her newly found dog, (laughs) Seaweed. (laughs) And we are here today in the absolutely beautiful Cahuita in Costa Rica. It is so stunning. So just a heads up, you might hear some birds in the background. (laughs) We're out in the jungle. This is like live lifestyle here today. So we are going to talk all about wellness, you know, maybe a bit of motherhood, entrepreneurship, ultimate intuitive lifestyle stuff today. And I'm super excited. So I want to just first kind of give you the hot seat a little bit here. (laughs) But I just want to start off by saying that um, you are such an expander for me. In the fact that I've been like watching you on social media, doing your stuff, traveling around with your son, like as a family. And I was like, oh my gosh, like if she can do that, I can do it too. (laughs) And I'm like, what is possible? What is possible? And we can kind of step out of the the norm boundaries and do different things. So first off, (laughs) yeah. That is like totally you are an expander for me. So just wanted to put that in the space. And I was like, I feel so drawn to you and love it. So and honestly, thank you so much for not only like having me on the podcast today, because this is an amazing experience for me as well, but thank you for coming (laughs) to Costa Rica. Um, it was pretty amazing when we like saw each other for the first time down here and like gave each other this big hug, but it felt like we'd been seeing each other every day because of the internet. You know, it's fabulous that we get to follow each other's lives even from afar. But yeah, thank you for having me today and for being here. Yes, of course. Thank you for being here. I'm so pumped for this. Yeah, you actually have really helped support my business as well, helping me integrate body movement into my offerings for my clients. That's been fun. Which has been really exciting. So 
if you guys out there are clients of mine, you probably have experienced a yoga class or two of Sarah's <laughs> because I just love how she teaches and her methodology and how she brings like alignment into everything. And it's just, I love her classes. So I always try to incorporate those into my programs and with my clients to give them a sense of body movement because I understand the importance of that, right? Yeah. So yeah, okay, let's dive into a few questions that I have for you. First off, I want to just like open it up to like, what does a typical day look like for you? Living in the Caribbean, <laughs> doing all this stuff. Like, oh, I love this question. Yeah, like one of your best days. <laughs> I love this question because Catherine and I are the first to admit that like we have this typical day and it doesn't happen every day. So let's just be real about that. <laughs> I can tell you what I'm about to tell you and every single day does not look as beautiful as this is about to sound. Um, but a typical day, I mean, success for me means waking up early. I learned that definitely as a mom, if I am up before my house is busy, even if it's just for three deep breaths, like I swear it completely shifts the way that I go about my day. We all know that, you know, the days when you kind of miss your alarm clock and then you're like, huh, and you start your day with that, huh, the rest of the day follows that. So my typical day is waking up um, around 5.15, 5.30. This is like, sounds crazy, but I mean, here the sun is up at that hour. So it is really easy in Costa Rica for that and doing some movement. I love like drinking some water and heading onto my yoga mat. And sometimes it looks like stillness and breath work, or sometimes it looks like a practice. I have a lot of amazing teachers that I'm able to connect with over Zoom and take inspiring practices with them. So I have different classes, different mornings of the week as well. And then I take my kid to school. He actually is in kindergarten here. Their school year starts in February. So Dane just started kindergarten, <laughs> which is adorable. And they wear this little uniform and he has to be at school for seven. So it kind of jumpstarts our whole family routine. He goes to school and then I usually either head to the gym or the beach and then I get like a little bit of cardio in. So the beach walk, if I'm feeling tired or a couple laps of the beach running, um, if the waves are firing, it's straight to the surf, um, which it's basically been for the last like three months. <laughs> it's been an amazing season here and I love surfing. But yeah, some sort of like kind of energizing movement practice at that point. And then I'm always back for eight, eight thirty ish to kind of take care of the house and then start a work practice by about nine. And I find that I'm kind of in front of my computer from nine to three is sort of my work day um, with some really great breaks in between. So I'm conscious Catherine and I were actually talking about this the other day, like how powerful, meaningful breaks can be. And that's been really revolutionary in my own online world. I work with a school based in Canada. I'm a full-time high school teacher. I'm very lucky that I can actually condense my sort of what would normally be eight hour days, five days a week to about six hour days, four days a week or three days a week even. Like I've really, I've gotten quite good at kind of condensing things because I've been working for so long in this uh, position. But yeah, so I do that with these meaningful breaks, which means like eating good food or getting out to the beach again for a quick swim. Yeah, having lovely conversations with my husband who also works from home. Uh, yeah, and then basically the afternoon, we pick Dane up around three and we're back outside. <laughs> it's a very simple existence. Hopefully some connections with some friends in there and uh, a lovely dinner and early to bed for Dane. And then evenings are a connection for Noah and I. And then we're literally in bed like nine. <laughs> so that is that is my day. That's amazing. 
people listening are probably like, wow, that's crazy. And how lucky to be able to spend so much time outdoors too, right? Like you're just constantly within nature, especially when you have like an online job because you know it's like, okay, I'm going to get all that time in in the morning and then little breaks throughout the day because I'm sitting, you know, having to be at my computer or, you know, that kind of thing working. And yeah, but such a great balance. Oh, and parenting outdoors is so easy too. I mean, Dane's not in school every day. Um, And so when he's not, like we we really try to do all the playgroups and everything, hangouts with his friends outside. Like Mm -hmm. no, you know, there's no toys. There's no, like the sharing thing is just easy when kids just have a stick in their hand and a hole to play in. We just love that. And I learned that really early on that that is not only the best for them, but it's the easiest for the parents. We get to enjoy ourselves as well and see our kids' brains just ticking away in, in nature. That's something we're learning. <laughs> yeah, yeah traveling. traveling. It's like, we don't have room for a lot of toys, so here's a pot and pan. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's just like, and moving through that fun. phase of watching your kids go from boredom <laughs> to curiosity is one of the most beautiful aspects of parenting. Totally. Yeah. And I don't think we are gifted that enough in a world where we're surrounded by, you know, all the screens and all the, the toy rooms that we have in our homes and all, all the things. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, here, this is designed to stimulate this type of play but it's like okay what if we took something that wasn't meant for that and just get creative yeah yeah it's pretty amazing to see that light up in the kids for sure I love that (laughs) so that's a good segue into my next question actually because you know this lifestyle that you're living it's not like the quote-unquote societal norm right we don't like wake up or we don't grow up in Ontario thinking like <laughs> oh I'm gonna live in a tropical country it, that's my I don't plan. think it even <laughs> crossed my mind until I fell in love with my husband who happens to be from Hawaii like I'm I was 22 years old so totally yeah I didn't even think about it didn't even think about it yeah and I feel like even for us who like we haven't moved anywhere necessarily but we decided to take off on this year to adventure which is amazing by the way (laughs) I'm so happy for you and impressed with what you're doing yeah it's so great and uh but we did get like we were faced with a little bit of like not not conflict but people were like what like why how like what does that even mean like what about the kids in school and like what about your jobs and what that's like not sustainable and where's the structure and all these types of things. Did you, were you faced with any of that? Did you have any, how was that sort of transition for you? Like, how did you get to that point? (laughs) I know it's a big question. (laughs) That's huge. Um, Yeah. I mean, just for your listeners, like, yeah, I grew up with a family that we spent our summers canoe tripping, you know, in Ontario. We never jumped on a plane until I was literally like 22. Like I really, really was quite stagnant in that province. And I felt so lucky because we had such amazing wild places there and I had a fabulous upbringing and I didn't, wasn't searching for anything else. But yeah, travel like opened up to me, I guess, once I fell in love with British Columbia. Um, And I actually think maybe a pivot point was thanks to my parents who were both Outward Bound instructors. They, it was really important for them um, to send each of their kids on an Outward Bound experience So when I was 16, it was like a coming of age thing in our family. I have two brothers. All of us were gifted this opportunity to do an Outward Bound course. Um, So we were looking on the website. Both my brothers chose the one in Ontario. And I was like, I've always wanted to see the mountains. I'm going out to BC, baby. (laughs) And did a month long mountaineering and sea kayaking course with Outward Bound. And that was my introduction to like that expanded my worldview drastically. 
uh, especially as an independent young woman, because I was like right at that coming of age time where I was like, oh, my God, life is a thing that we can actually have some choice in as to how we want to move through it. And the foundations of Outward Bound are very much about like creating meaningful connections, acting with mindfulness um, and connecting to nature. So I do feel like that experience, like, thanks, mom and dad, if you're listening, <laughs> um, that experience really, truly set me up for success because it it gave me a confidence to not be so afraid as to what other people were going to say or think and and to kind of be OK playing around with life a bit more than than I had designed. The ironic thing is that I then went to become a teacher. So I did <laughs> three degrees in five years, studied my butt off because I love that. Um, and was like, oh my goodness, did I just shoot myself in the foot a little bit? Like, how will I be a teacher? And then try to move around as much as I'd like. Um, but I found this amazing school that is purely online in British Columbia, self-design. It's a fabulous organization. And I could teach from anywhere in the world. So that suddenly was this like ticket to this life with this man who I fell in love with that wanted to travel a lot and taught me that we can do that. Yet I still had the stability with my job that I needed for my personality, especially someone that grew up with with those kind of expectations and those restraints. So I was able to kind of like secretly live both worlds, if that makes sense. Or at least that's what my head was. I was like, OK, well, I've got the stability that my grandparents are like, you got to have some stability. <laughs> but I was able to then also have that freedom to play. Yeah. Yeah. And what a gift your parents kind of gave you at that ripe age of 16, where a lot of us are like, I don't know, you know, we're partying or <laughs> we don't know what we're doing. <laughs> the gift and the trust, to be honest, they let me just like hop on a plane and go yeah. off and do that. So amazing. Yeah. yeah. So even though like you did grow up with in this kind of bubble of what life should look like, you were still like, here, here's some, something else to experience. And your whole world kind of opened up in that space of what's possible. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I think that there's like this whole other podcast around parenting styles. We could talk about <laughs> that whole, like, how do you love someone and let them also fly free like that? Totally. <laughs> but I think my parents did that really well. Yeah. And then it's interesting to watch you kind of create that for Dane, right? It's like, here's this whole other possibility and here's so much openness. How do we also give a little bit of a bubble maybe or not? Yeah. Or what does that look like? Right? Oh, yeah. So cool. It's going to be the conversation <laughs> for the next 15 years as we navigate. Yeah. Everything yeah. schooling wise too, or unschooling wise or whatever this looks like. Yeah. Yeah. And so you are a yoga instructor, a personal trainer, all of that amazing health and wellness piece. Yeah. What does wellness look like for you? What does it mean for you personally, even though you are an instructor and you share that knowledge and, you know, with science background and everything, what does wellness in general just kind of look like for you? Yeah, I love that question because that shifted so much for me. Especially, like, I might need to go back a tiny little bit here because the first yoga class that I went to was in my first year of university. And as I mentioned, I was taking a lot of courses, a lot of degrees at the same time. I was loving it and I was also busy. And I remember stepping on that yoga mat and the teacher guided us into our first few breaths. And I, even as a runner growing up, like, I, I remember that moment feeling like it was the first few breaths of my life. Like, I remember yeah. someone, like, guiding you to breathe. 
And now as a yoga teacher, I know, you know, there's like over 20,000 breaths a day. Like this is something that I had been very familiar with <laughs> by my 20s or early 20s. And I still, it was like revolutionary for me to have someone else support my wellness and that light at a time when I really desperately needed it. So I feel like that um, that was my introduction to yoga. That was my introduction to wellness. But at that point, wellness meant just a segment. It was like a, a thing. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's what it was. It was a thing. It wasn't a way of being. But yeah. for me, wellness was like, okay, I checked that off. I did the well thing today. <laughs> the yeah. thing that they're talking about where I have to be good to myself. And now I can kind of forget about it and go back into that really stressed place where I'm doing the <laughs> from like act to action to action. Um yeah, so it wasn't until I started actually working for this amazing school that I work for that is an interdisciplinary high school. So we're not just sending the kids into science class and then gym class and then and then math class, but the way that in elementary school you're kind of weaving courses together, we do that in our high school. And I am a coach in a sense because I teach all the phys ed courses through distance to all of the high school students. And as soon as I kind of connected those two ideas that you know, when and these kids are thriving because they're seeing the interconnections between these multiple courses and how life is not segmented. Um, I started using that analogy for wellness with my students saying, you know, your wellness is not just that one thing that you do for yourself and then you check it off and you're done for the rest of the day. But flip that. Like, how can we let our day be this wellness retreat mm -hmm. um, and these other tasks we check those off mm -hmm. so that the day is structured in a way that like we don't even have to think about it. We're waking up and we're drinking that water and we're stretching. And then we're saying, what is that first task of the day? Okay, whew, that feels good to do that. And then we're going for that walk and then we're having that beautiful conversation and all of those wellness components of whatever wellness means for you, which is for all of us a bit different, but it is a holistic endeavor. I find that it became this completely stress-free idea for myself and for all of these high school students that I work with. And it, yeah, it just completely shifted yeah. when you kind of reverse it. So it's not this little thing that you're fitting into the stressful day, but it's the structure of the day that helps you do the other pieces, I guess. Does yeah. that make sense? 1,000%. <laughs> and it's, I know we were talking about the book Atomic Habits by James Clear and yeah. how he has this idea that, you know, you have these mini habits that you kind of, well, they're atomic in size, uh, that you incorporate into your day until they start to become second nature, until you become these habits and For it sure. becomes your lifestyle. And there is, there's honestly like a shift, like a switch that turns on where it's like, all of these practices that I'm implementing all of a sudden just become me. And this is like, I just become wellness. There's this like, there's not a like, there's me and then there's wellness. It's like, I am wellness and I just create it in my lifestyle. And then I add in other things to For come sure. in and out. And that habit stacking mm, that is referred yes. to in that book, like that is key because none of us are going to jump into this and do it perfectly every day. Like the first question you asked me, what does my day look like? Oh my God, <laughs> I've got this beautiful, perfect day. And it might happen two or three days out of seven, you know? Totally. And then the other days I'm, I'm picking and choosing and just doing what I'm able to. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, those, those habit stacking routines are so amazing that when you do things, you know, three mornings in a row, four mornings in a row, oh, you don't even have to think about it. 
and don't get stressed about it because there's so much that I would love to do every day. And yeah, don't even get me started on the evening routine, like how I would love to have this like hour long ability to do like the skincare thing, and, you know, the dry brushing and the gouache rolling. Like, oh, my gosh, I would love to do it all every day. But yeah. we got to we got to be real with ourselves. <laughs> That's next on my list of things to do, too. <laughs> right. Hey, no, but what I think that you have nailed in your programming is talking like centering it around intuition because I truly think that wellness can be slightly overwhelming. We're inundated with so many like lists and the inspiring role models of people that are trying to embody this wellness. And you see that they're living these beautiful lives. And what you don't see is, you know, the days off that they have and all of these things. But the reality is at the bottom of it is just the success comes from when you're able to connect to what you need on each given day. Maybe I don't need that run today because I am feeling fucking tired. Yes. Can we say that on this podcast? Sure. (laughs) And yeah, maybe I'm just going to allow myself those extra hours of sleep. Yeah. And that intuition is really, truly the foundation of successful wellness. Yeah. 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 That's exactly it. That is people often think that they go into a program or they start to like work on their health and wellness and it has to be perfect all the time. And it's like, what does that even mean? Like, what does that, how does that, how's that going to help you sustainably long-term? It's not, it's actually not. You're going to get burnt out. You're going to overdo yourself. And then you're going to say, I give up. I'm not doing this anymore. So how do you listen to what your body needs in those moments? And push yourself when you can, when you're feeling like, okay, I could push myself a little bit longer today, or I need some extra rest today, or I need a day off today, or I really need to like eat some delicious carbohydrates. (laughs) Or it's like, maybe I just need a lighter day today. And it's all about really just tuning in, you know, as the name of the podcast. I do that all the time. I'm like, this is why I named it tuning in. As you say it in every podcast, it just comes out. Well, it means you've got a great name. (laughs) So yeah, it's just listening to your needs of your body. And it's like, that is your ultimate intuitive lifestyle. That is what you can create for yourself. So (laughs) basically, I'm going to ask you like, what what does it mean for you to to live into that? You kind of already touched on it a little bit where it's like listening to your body. But for you, what does your ultimate intuitive lifestyle feel like for you? Okay, well, I think a lot of... Do you work only with women? Um, Predominantly. Okay, yeah. because I, I'm going to speak to this as a woman. Yeah. Um, And I would love to hear at some point like a man's perspective to this. But for me, um, and speaking to those of you that are listening who are women, one of the most revolutionary switches that I made um, in my own personal wellness, and I'm a little backstory, I'm a super active, if you haven't picked that (laughs) up yet, I like to move all the time, all day, every day, if possible. Like too much probably, but Mm -hmm. that's just how I am. I vibrate like at this very high frequency and it works really well for me most of the time. But this revolutionary piece that I'm talking about is actually the four phases of the menstrual cycle. And when I learned that it's actually not serving me to do Bikram yoga six days a week or to do that hit workout every other day, no matter what, mm-hmm. and like have the check marks and then feel really, really like upset with myself if I'm physically not able to Mm. or it doesn't make it into the schedule that day because I'm too tired 
And that was pretty much my 20s in a nutshell was this interesting battle of pushing and training and trying to really physically be the best version of myself while compromising the mental self. And only in my 30s, I'm realizing that's what happened. But I had no idea in the moment. I thought I was just like, awesome. <laughs> Woohoo! You know, here we go. Another great day. And and then I was tough on myself all the time. And that's a whole other podcast that you have touched on a lot in your backstory as well. But yeah, the four phases of the cycle and leaning into the energies of each of those phases and allowing those to actually empower us rather than inhibit us. And realizing as well, in a phase where I am low energy, that... If I push myself to do that run or that hit workout, I'm actually producing more cortisol. Mm. My body goes into this fight and flight response. I'm like grasping on to every calorie that comes in my body. And if my goal was to tone up a bit that week or to lose a tiny bit of weight or whatever those little goals are, you're going to work totally against those goals yeah. on those days where you're not intuitively checking in and your body's saying, girl we don't have it in us today. Like we really don't. We need to hold on to these. What we need is just a little bit of seated breath work. Totally. So that, yeah. that was, I don't even remember exactly your question, but I kind of, I hope I answered yeah. it. No, that's amazing <laughs> to pull that piece in. And it's interesting that you bring that up because it is a piece that I've recently added to my back to your being program. Oh, I'm so glad. Cause we didn't talk about this before <laughs> the podcast. I was like, I'm going to, just came up right now where yeah. I, yeah, I think that it's so it's intuitively. So <laughs> yeah. It's and it's such women, an amazing man. piece to connect with your femininity as well, because we are feminine and we have these cycles and we ebb and we flow. And it's like, what better connection we can have to ourselves intuitively to flow with the energy that our body needs and the, the energy that our body's excreting and yeah. back and forth. Did you ever read the book um, In the Flow by Elisa Vitti? I might not be saying her name I correctly. haven't read it okay. yet. It's but fabulous. It's on my so list. That, that changed <laughs> yeah. the way. As soon as I became an entrepreneur as well, um, mm. that completely changed the way that I run my businesses. Yeah. It changed the way that I make decisions. It changed the way that I see myself. And rather than seeing these like times where I was like tired as times that I felt like weaknesses, yes. I switched that. And I was like, no, this is a beautiful time to be brainstorming, mm -hmm. to be like mind mapping, to be vision boarding, mm -hmm. to get these ideas on the table. I don't need to make big decisions right now. Those aren't going to go well. I know that. But like she yeah. teaches you some tips and tricks to like lean into. Mm -hmm. And she actually like works corporately with with businesses, pr predominantly with women, obviously, mm -hmm. um, and, and what like phase of the cycle is best for which particular action in our businesses that's going to yes. support our overall wellness. Yeah, I love that. I know whenever I'm in my ovulatory phase, I'm just like, I have so much energy. Like I'm like, I'm probably in it right now, actually. And I think about it, I'm like, let's podcast. Let's, what are we going to do? What are we going to create? Like, yeah. It's so, like, so good. Let's do 20 yoga classes every day. Yeah, we've, we've been hitting, hitting the yoga the last couple of days. Yeah, it's and it's good. such a great piece to integrate. And it's amazing how it's like, we're just coming back to our roots. <laughs> like this is knowledge oh my we've God. known for. I know we're talking long? like we're creating this and it's our <laughs> ideas. And we're like, no, this is so primal. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Shed a few layers, everybody. Soften <laughs> up. I know. Get connected. Yeah. And that's what it opens up. It opens up that, you know, grace and that self-love. And yeah, just giving yourself that grace. Yeah. And okay, it's time to rest or it's time to amp things up a little bit. So I absolutely love that. Yeah. Love, love, love. Awesome. Okay. One more question for you, and that is, you know, you say you're like a high achiever. You're like an A-type personality. Me too. I totally get it. 
<laughs> we run and run and run. And like, yeah. you've already accomplished so many things in your life. I mean, you're doing retreats here and you Which know, are you're awesome, home. by the way. Yeah. If anyone's ever interested in visiting Costa Rica, so. we run yoga and wellness retreats and they are life changing. Yeah. I, 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 I'm obsessed with hosting that space for people to experience that level of transformation. Totally. Super fun. Yeah. And when you have that like length of time, so much can happen than just those hours or hour and a half of a yoga class. It's like, you can actually see someone completely grow. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. So yeah, like I know you've accomplished all these things and you're doing all this stuff, but as this A type, I know that you have stuff like on the horizon. You're thinking always like, where do you see yourself leveling up next? Oh, I love this question. And I could probably talk for an entire podcast (laughs) just about that question or even supporting other people and figuring that out too, because yeah, I, I try to I try <laughs> to take a couple courses a year because I love being a student. Um, so I did just complete a fabulous core course <laughs> on pelvic floor functioning from a, a core focused physiotherapist. Uh, and that has really supported me as a postpartum woman. It's supported me working with my clients and yoga students and just involving that sort of deep core awareness into the practices of movement that I teach. So yeah, every sort of six months, I do try to like level up with a course, a new certification if I can. But I feel like Noah and I just completed our renovation of our home. We purchased two years ago. Our house is now really amazing. And Noah, it's I love gorgeous. you for all of the work that you've done, like to really make a, this dream home come to life. And we definitely have been this last six months in this place of just really loving and enjoying Mm. and trying actually to like slow down a tiny bit from the last few years of like this amazing ramped up energy that I had as soon as my kid wasn't a baby anymore. Man, that was amazing. I was like, holy, it just was fueled with energy. And I took on all these other projects and businesses. And Mm -hmm. so, yeah, that has been the last six months. And yeah, we've, we did slowly open up these yoga retreats. So that's sort of just happening naturally. I feel like it was really meant to be because that's been easy. And I think the next step is our own yoga studio here right now in Costa Rica. So we We run yoga classes at this fabulous restaurant across the street from our home that doesn't open until one. So the morning there's nothing happening there. And I've turned it into a wellness studio in the mornings, though at some point I would love to have a space on my property. And there's there is physically space for that. So I think that might be my next dream either there or I'm sort of manifesting somewhere in my town where is like a wellness studio and working with some of the other fabulous practitioners here because there are so many Mm -hmm. and this town doesn't have a yoga studio or a wellness studio or a dance studio Mm. or anything. So I feel like it could be an offering your hub of some sort for youth, for everybody, you know, we could all use it. And again, it's just another, another way to normalize self care, (laughs) um, Mm -hmm. to have a space where it can exist and people can offer things. So that would be a really kind of dreamy, situation if I could kind of hold that and allow all these other people to do all the things that they want to do in this town in that space yeah so what a gift to the community that would be we'll like see out. that seems like <laughs> yeah. there's a lot of us that kind of have that on our minds yeah. so I feel like it could be a really beautiful collective mm-hmm. yeah so I think that's sort of the project that I'm it's lighting me up and I've been 
dreaming it for a few years and mulling it over and bringing it into conversation with others that might be interested in it. There's no rush on it, which I think is like the nicest kind of project. Because mm-hmm. in my life, usually I'm like, okay, we have two months to do this Woo, when I do it. But this one is just, I'm just letting it kind of percolate mm-hmm. in the community, especially as an expat in, a, in another community. That's the only way forward with a, bringing something like that. So yeah. we'll see. Yeah. Check feeling, back in in a couple of years. <laughs> Maybe there'll be something beautiful that has happened down here on top of all these other fabulous things. Mm-hmm. That's so exciting. I love it. Yeah. I, I'm so happy to be here with you. And thank you. thank you so much for like just having this little chat conversation. I know people are like so curious as to what I'm doing <laughs> yeah. here. And it's so great to introduce them to other people who are kind of just living this style of life it's a little bit different it's a little bit different and like following your intuition and following your dreams and it's just so exciting yeah to witness and to share with other people too so thanks Catherine so just as a closing just let everybody know how they can best find you your socials all of that kind of stuff what you've got going on too that you want to share with people okay so we have um this amazing website stretcheveryday.yoga or .com takes you to the same place and that's definitely the hub of my movement practices that I offer You'll be able to connect to our retreats. We have a Costa Rica yoga retreat here in Cahuita in November 2023 and March 2024, a week-long retreat that is one of the most beautiful gifts you can gift yourself if you've never done that. Um, Check it out on the website. And then the other offering that I'm really excited about, Noah, my husband, designed this gorgeous website and just a few months ago transitioned a movement calendar onto the website. We used to have one off the website that students would print off and now it exists as a functioning application on the website. Mm. So you can sign up for a monthly movement calendar with me and it basically brings you to a page that there's a practice for every day of the month and it's a choose your own adventure. Remember those where you flip to page five to you know go experience some sort of cool thing and then flip (laughs) to another page to do another. So every day you intuitively check in and see the practice that's there will it serve you. But basically, there's a clickable link to a pre-recorded class. You can do it at any time during the day. And then with the subscription, you also can join in my weekly class in Kawita that Catherine and I just came from on Sundays, uh, 9 o'clock our time here. So yeah, that's it's $30 a month and a dollar a day. And it's sort of my way right now to keep connecting with yoga students around the world, keep building this community of encouraging people to move every day one way or another classes for meditation classes, breathwork classes, yoga, and then sculpting. So we do a little bit of everything. And yeah, I think that's like the big piece of the website that I'm really excited about. And I love that. All of my socials are connected to the website. So if anyone does want to connect to me um, through Instagram or Facebook, you can find me there. Awesome. Oh my gosh. Thanks so much, Sarah. Thank and I just want to so say much, like your too. energy is so amazing. I'm so happy we're able to do this in person. It's like, Oh, yeah, really, really good. it's amazing. Really I know. Good. Usually I was picturing us. We talked about this before and I thought that we'd do it online. So it's actually kind of this total dream to I be know. sitting across a table. It's so great. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. So thank you everybody for listening today. Uh, if you feel inspired or you have questions or you want to reach out to myself or Sarah, please do so. I love hearing from you. I'm sure Sarah would love to hear from you as well. She is like a wealth of knowledge. So please reach out and And just a reminder to love yourself every day. Love yourself today, tomorrow, and always. And have yourself an absolutely beautiful day. And we'll see you later. Bye.
Hey, before you go, would you like a free spring clean meal plan with recipes? If so, I've got the perfect thing for you. This is my one week spring clean liver supporting meal plan and recipe booklet that is designed to support your liver, your detox pathways, improve digestion, and support better gut health as you transition from winter to spring. The recipes are designed to be extremely nutrient dense, but also light and to help support clear out the gunk from the winter. So if you're interested in this free guide, all you have to do is click the link in the show notes and you will have instant access to this download. As a bonus, I've also included a separate guide of my 22 favorite low inflammatory sweet and treat recipes. They are all gluten-free, dairy-free, and refined sugar-free, and they are seriously so good and so easy to make. So if you would like your own copy of this as well, again, all you have to do is put in your information at the link in the show notes and get your instant download now. Thank you so much, and let me know what you think of the recipes.